1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy.
0: Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG 13. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So Bart had first take, as he does each Friday. So because of that, he's at Seaport. And that's where our old studio was, for those who remember us from the National Network. And we have our gong. And he went and got it. Took it apart. Why'd you take it apart? I'm getting emotional. Our gong. Because, like, right now, we go with this thing that goes... And it just sounds like, as Bart would say, Big Trouble in Little China. And... But this is like what it's about. The gong, like, we got to get it. Can we get it stable?
2: Yeah, we're good.
1: Because this is, for those who have never seen it, it's not like a tiny little thing. Like, this is a big-ass gong. And so now we can do it the way it's supposed to be done. Can you throw this in your car and then bring it on, um, when are we going to be in, Tuesday? You want me to? Can you do it? Yeah, I can. All right. I'm putting it in the studio up in Columbus, so at least we have it there. So it's hour number three. It's a football Friday. We got wild card weekend. So much going on. And so we need this to be an epic one. So it's hour number three, Bart Scott. Football Friday, wild card weekend. We got smoke coming from Giants fans and Vikings fans. We had Don Wink Martindale on the damn show. So when we have all that wrapped into this hour, what's that mean? It means.
2: It's the power, hour, 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 hour.
1: I gotta admit that felt really good. I gotta admit, I man, that felt really good. I, I want the night. How'd that sound in the car? If you had it on your car, how'd that sound? Please. At Barton Han, let us know. If that just got you fired up, 800-919-3776, let us know. Because we had a caller earlier in the show who decided to call us. And tell us. You got mad at us because we were taking Vikings fans'
3: calls. This is New York City. Here's the it. Giants' Y'all hometown. You gotta take accountability, bruh. You gotta take accountability because you bugging right now. Stop allowing these other fans to call in and talk all this trash.
2: Y'all on New York City radio, do better. Do better. He no! Said. New York Giants fans, you do better, damn it! Because guess what? They couldn't get through the lines if you filled them up. That's what I'm saying. The lines were filled.
1: And early on, it was all Vikings fans and actually Jets fans who were talking smack to Giants fans. And so we were like, hang on a second. Are we ever going to hear from Giants fans? And then we started to. Oh, no. Oh, it caused a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? I can. It was an aggressive
2: ruckus. It reminded me of Uncle Ruckus from Boondocks. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's a different kind of ruckus (laughs) altogether.
1: Let's uh, let's uh, let's go to those aforementioned calls. Like I said, you'll hear from uh, Wink Martindale. We'll play that in a little bit, but I want to get the calls going here again. Let's go to Jersey and talk with Stone. What's happening, Stone?
3: Hell, oh, man! I just wanted to. I've been wanting to call you guys because this whole week, all I've been hearing is Giants, this Giants, that. Do you, do you guys know who y'all playing? And let's put, let's put a game into context for a second. You guys played Minnesota before. Y'all didn't stop nobody. Kirk Cousins still had 300 yards, three touchdowns, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. turnovers. I, th- I don't even think Minnesota turned the ball over that whole game. So, like, what are you? Go- what is what the Giants going to do differently this game, the last game? Because you know, you guys talk about oh, not turning the ball over, you might have won that game. You know, Minnesota almost played a spotless game, and I, I see them. I see them honestly blowing the Giants out. Oh, but do you,
1: blowing do you, the Giants
3: but, but you know, out, he but said, know, I, 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 I am, they, so play, they, play, they're 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 they play they play with they play they play without a don't Dory Jackson. Let, let, Go ahead, this, No, no, let him finish. This, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised this score. Don't be surprised the score ends with more than a touchdown going Minnesota's way. Damn. This is Minnesota we're talking about. They wow. they're not thirteen and three for no reason. I'm so listen, sorry. You guys so can listen. call it close games, but I'm just calling it how I see it. This is overreaction. You guys have been overreacting all week. I've been wanting to call you guys to call you guys out on it. No, it's it, it, it's crazy. It, no. it, that's that's insane. This is a
2: this is a thirteen okay.
3: win team. Come on, let's ask okay, some respect.
2: Okay. okay, okay. Listen, listen. A thirteen win team. Listen and not, understand. I'm not a Giants what fan, or, Min- one I'm, one or I'm, I'm not a Minnesota fan either. Yeah, right. I'm just I'm just a fan of football. And if you if you're going to be optimistic on the Giants side, you're going to say we didn't have a Dory Jackson. Mm-hmm. We didn't have McKinley. Mm-hmm. We didn't have we mm-hmm. didn't have I believe Leonard. Wood. We didn't have our full squad. This is the healthiest that the Giants have been the entire year. Yeah, Wink and Wink said it's, it's the first it, time
1: they've had all their starters since the start of the season.
2: And it's taking you – it took you guys a 62-yard field goal to win it. Now, you want to talk about, you know, what Minnesota did offensively. The Giants put up 445 yards on your defense. So, that's something that you, you have to handle. Now, the Giants didn't play a clean game because they had seven penalties – for 63 yeah, yards, special teams plus play the, plus the turnovers. the turnovers. But Danny Dimes, Kirk Cousins threw for 299. Danny Dimes threw for 334. Mm. Can can so oh, wow. can your defense? Yards? Are
3: you serious? Come on! No, 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 Stone no, 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 it, one 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 not, no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 brother. I'm, yards, not, I'm I, I in the middle. <laughs> I got nothing to do with this. I'm just telling you that it was Danny Dimes that threw for 300. All right, Stone, not made, Kirk point. Cousins. Stone made his point. And, and listen, let's see if they can be better defensively because that's going to be the challenge. Thank you, Stone.
1: All right, let, let's keep this going now because now Jonathan and Lodi. Don't attack me. Now, Jonathan and Lodi. Facts. This almost feels like that. Yeah. You know, remember, this is like the end of of Eight Mile, mm-hmm. where it's like everybody in the three one three. Right now, it's oh, now it's M's turn.
2: Clarence lives home with both of his Let's parents.
1: parents. <laughs> yeah, so Jonathan, it's your turn now. Go ahead, take the mic,
4: gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. How are you? Have yeah. a blessed Friday. All I wanted to say: Kirk Cousins is a fraud. Ooh. Minnesota Vikings are frauds. Their fan bases are delusional frauds. Listen, I've never heard anybody ever say, "Let's go to Minnesota on vacation." I've never even heard anybody say, let's go to Minnesota just to hang out. Oh, They're a loser man. franchise. They barely beat the Giants. They had to kick a 62-yard field goal. That last caller says he's called it like he sees it. He obviously needs my glasses because he didn't watch the same game as I did. We made stupid penalties, no doubt in my mind. But now it's a different ball game. We're going to have my man Saquon Quads back. Going to kill it. Danny Dimes is going to be throwing dimes all over the field. Kirk Cousins... He's a loser. He's a fraud, and he's a loser. He was a loser in Washington, and he's a loser in Minnesota.
2: <laughs> All right, Jonathan. He's been the highest-paid right. uh, quarterback in the last
4: five um, years. <laughs> the one thing years. he knows how
1: to do is make money. I mean, that's cra- By the way, how's Minnesota catching strays? Minnesota's beautiful. <laughs> in the summertime. Yeah, you get to go the uh, lake. <laughs> in the yeah, I mean, winter, you probably want to avoid it. But in the summer, it's a nice place to be. Uh, let's continue. Let's, what other side do we want to go here now? We want. How about we go to the mail truck?
2: Ah, we love our delivery we, yeah, we got
1: Wes. Wes has got something for Giants fans. Go ahead, Wes.
2: What's going on, fellas?
1: What's happening?
3: So, you know what I'm saying? I love the Vikings. Psych! is blue, man! It's G, man! Let's go! They
2: going down, son! Oh, okay. you see what he pulled? You he, see what he pulled? He the hokey doke You hit us with alternative facts? <laughs> no, Yeah, he, he just went, Psych! <laughs> Thank you, Wes. Hit us with the pump fake Devo style. We, <laughs> went, we fell for it. Too. He
1: went pump fake. Okay, uh, let's go, John in Brooklyn. John,
3: hey, what's up? What's happening? Yeah, man, we um we gonna line up all them chains. Kurt Cousin be wearing. and we going? We going Devo them chains and say, "Who's is this now?" Remember the scene from Friday? Oh, my grandfather gave me that chain. You gonna be like, "Oh, my teammates give me them chains." You taking all them chains from
2: Kirk Cousins. Ah, you taking them down? Chains. you, you you're taking? You taking? You're taking Kirk Cousins chains? You taking this Mr. T starter taking kit? All them <laughs> chains, man. Yep. Are they going? Are they going to ask Saquon? Like, is uh, he going uh, to do the take... Adam
1: Schefter dance with the yeah. chains on
2: this time, he or gonna, no? He, he going to ask Dester Lawrence? Yeah. Like, hey man, pops tripping. Pops say, I got to get my chain back.
5: <laughs> what chain? What chain? <laughs> what chain? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, I Appreciate you, man. I was what? trying to figure it out at first, and I realized where he was going with that. What chain? <laughs> No Man, back and forth we go. A couple more here because this this is too much damn fun. Long Island, we talked to David. Come on, David.
3: Fellas, let's go, man. New York Giants. I just love the fact that the Vikings are coming out here like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Listen, I've noticed this. If you have to pound your chest, you're not that tough. Mm. You're not that tough. They have to do all this calling. Look at the point differential. Listen, I'm going to say it right now. The best thing to come out of the Vikings, Purple rain. (laughs) <laughs> Purple ring. Purple okay. ring. That's the best thing. Kirk Cousins, yeah, he gonna be at the end of the game. You like that? You like that? Yeah. Cousins, look look at your record. You guys have a great record, but you don't show up for big games. Mm-hmm. You barely beat us. Big blue, let's go. We haven't been here. And I'll end the call just like this. Han, David from Long Island, the Knicks, they need to get it going as well. I told you about that, you and Kurtz. I told you about it. The Knicks need to get it going, but let's go, Giants, baby. Let's go.
1: Let's go, David. Let's go. Thank yep. you, David. I mean, he didn't even bring up the Ewing thing.
2: See, I wouldn't I let it get ringing, but he, he, went, he went Knicks, so he I, did, I stopped but, but, it. But he didn't, have, he didn't have to bring up
1: Ewing. I feel a certain way about that. All right, Spartan, 98.7 ESPN. We got more. He calls. We'll continue with him at 800 3776 But as I mentioned, so earlier in the show, we had Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator of the Giants now. Uh, in his first year with Brian Daywell as the head coach, and we were just talking about him, and one of the things he did discuss with us is what this game against the Vikings is going to come down to.
5: You know, this whole game is going to be about punches and counter punches, and uh, I think you have to continue to change the looks up. But make no mistake about it, number eight needs to be hit because you know that mm-hmm. changes the game, and, and you know that that's going to be one of our goals.
1: I mean, that's that's the line right there, Bart. Number eight's got to get hit. Doing nothing, Russo. Doing nothing. Sweep the leg. But, like, that's probably the attitude you need to see from the Giants, yes? Like, what are you expecting? You know them well. What are you expecting this Giants defense is going to do in this game? What are you expecting to see from them from start to finish?
2: Well, I, like I said, I, I can see them maybe putting a Dory Jackson on Thielen, who only had one catch in the game. I think they're going to do a, a more a better effort to try and get Thielen involved. Uh, but really who killed them was Hawkinson and, mm-hmm. and, and Jefferson. Right. So you're going to have to try and bracket those guys, get Hawkinson if he's detached, figure out ways to get hits on him before the line of scrimmage, guys yeah, hitting him before he gets off the line of scrimmage. And then be, if you're the DN, you turn it into a U game because you're going to be getting off slower than the other guys. So he's going to have some things like that, brackets, whether you're coming up and you're doubling Hawkinson from the linebacker position, swiping with the safety over the top, or if he's going to come with a three or four safety type of defense, which puts guys that are tough against the run, but also can play in space with some of the guys. So like we used to call it our Spartan package, and that's when Eric Smith would come in, and he was tough enough to be in the box with us, but he also was good enough to be able to play complex coverages on on tight ends. So I I can see him doing that. To do that – they're going to have to lean on Leonard Williams and mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence, who should be the guys that you lean on because, you know, you think about Leonard Williams, $13 million a year, you know, a pro bowler. He was brought in here to be the centerpiece of the defensive line. Dexter Lawrence as well is going to get the bag as well. If we can put it on those two guys to make sure they eat up too so that you can make sure that the brand game is struggling, you can, you can play with a lighter box with more DBs on the field then you have linebackers. Take a linebacker off, add a DB.
1: And now, again, do you remember from the the previous matchup from just a couple of weeks ago that they did really well against the Blitz? Vikings did. Yeah, they did. In fact, I think, was it was – Hot routes, big routes, hot – Didn't Jefferson have like 85 yards against the Blitz when, they, when the yeah. Giants blitz? He caught 85 yards of passing. Yeah. So something either Cousins saw or they were ready for, whatever it was, yeah. they were able to take advantage of it. Why is that going to change? What is going to be different this week compared to th- that week?
2: Because you switch it up, and you also got your number one cornerback. You got McKinney back, who's a high-end player for you on the back end so you can play better coverages. All right. And then you got Adoree Jackson, who was brought in here to be your shutdown, lockdown corner. And
1: McKinney expects to play. Remember, Adoree was more of like, oh, I has got to see how I feel. Might not be 100%.
2: Take him to the back. Uh
1: uh-huh. Make him understand.
2: <laughs> you always say this. Yeah. Reach over, son. Meet the needle. Grab that table. Ah. Bite down. So, this is funny. Every time I used to go to go get my Tordahl shot, right? I would go in and be like, ah, if anybody's seen Tales from the Hood, ah, the it. Where else would I keep it this way? <laughs> oh, this ain't no funeral home. <laughs> What the hell? This ain't the Terra Dome neither. <laughs> Welcome to hell, mother. And I would go out and lead the team. Let's go kick some ass. Once you get that shot, I don't feel nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm about to run this broken hand into your face because <laughs> I can't feel it. Right. I feel nothing but good right yes, now. and that's what you do. That's what it is. You go over there and say, listen. If I got to take a shot, yeah, ain't no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Bend over, I tired that table, grip it like a man, toot my ass out,
1: receive
2: that needle, take it.
1: Hey, you do what you got to do this time of year. Yeah, right? this
2: time of year, it, it ain't no tomorrow. Right, if you I got to get surgery, who cares? I got plenty of
1: time to heal. Now, do you? Th- we talked with with Wink about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau.
2: Shout to Tales from the Hood, too. Great movie.
1: By the way, that was a. I wish we were on TV for people just to see the vein in your forehead explode as you were doing that whole scene. Um, Do you, again, he's a rookie, but he's a special rookie. Is he somebody you would say, I could see him having a big game? Because remember, we talked to him a couple of times. And Kayvon definitely is a guy that likes the big stage and Mm -hmm. the bright lights and the attention. Like, is this a game where you're like, I would watch him. He might jump off the page.
2: Well, you can manufacture one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you go into three, four, he can be the overhang or the unblocked player. And you just got to tell him to make the plays when you get there. Right. Much like he did against Washington, get the ball out. See if you can pick the ball up, you're athletic enough to get the you know, hit for the cycle. The cycle is getting a hit on the quarterback, getting the ball out, picking it up and taking it to the house. Mm -hmm. You know, he's good enough to do that. You know, but for me, it's going to be about Dexter Lawrence, because if you can solidify the middle, Mm -hmm. you can solidify the middle and get pressure up the middle on Kirk Cousins. Change the game. You got guys on the outside, he's going to be flush. If he can't step up and Kirk Cousins has to throw the ball and pitch it from a well and and, and Dexter Lawrence is going there, you're going to have the favorable one-on-ones that you want. Dexter Lawrence, this is when you step up. This is when you introduce – listen. Another guy who can make
1: a lot of money off of one game, just like Saquon.
2: Yeah, he's already made that money. He made All-Pro. Oh, yeah, that's true. I told him. All-Pro locked him in. You heard what I said. I didn't call him Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams is much smaller than than, – you know, then Dex. then Dex. What I said is, I put him in the same breath with some elite company. I don't throw that compliment around easily. I put him in the name, same vein with Chris Jenkins, Haloti Nada, Sean Big Baby Davis, and Albert Haynesworth on a contract year. That <laughs> means. <laughs> Hainsworth on a contract yeah, year. I, well, I, be I, specific. Yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I had to be specific. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, if you, he's that, you wrecked his game.
1: And this is the conversation, again, when we were talking with Wink, that's what you brought up when talking about Dexter Lawrence.
5: I was watching tape, you know, when we first got started way back when. I'm like, this guy's going to be the centerpiece of our defense. And, you know, any any defense that's worth assault, salt, you know, that you got to have a centerpiece. And he's definitely been that and more because, you know, I was with Ted Washington, let it be, you know, as was at the end, you know, those some of those guys you mentioned. I like the Helody. Not a comparison because of both of them have similar athleticism at that size. It's like, holy, are you kidding me? And he's a great, great guy, and he's you know just as happy for his teammates to do well that he is for himself. And uh, he's made his agent really happy. I know that this past year,
1: <laughs> he definitely has made his agent happy. As already, again, getting the as Bart mentioned, you know, you get all pro. That that's a big deal, but. It gets even better if you also are the reason why a team that you're on wins a playoff game, especially one that's on the road.
0: Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton
1: Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's time now for lunch money. It's presented by Goslings. Let's get into the games this weekend, Wildcard weekend, Bart. We're going to go through each one. I'll give you the spreads, and you give your pick, and then give me a reason why. All right, you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, we begin Saturday. So the first game of the weekend, 4.30, and that is, of course, the Seahawks and the 49ers. Mm. Now, the 49ers are home, and they are laying 10 at home. And again, this game is on Fox, 4.30 on Saturday. Are You taking the Niners and laying the ten, or do you think it'll be a closer game than that? Do you have any belief at all in Geno Smith and the Seahawks?
2: I got a lot of belief in Geno Smith. Um, I, once again, this is a guy playing with house money right now. I think he's playing free. He's an unquestioned Look leader of that team. Mm-hmm. He's been able to, you know, instruct his, his guys where to go. I mean, I think he has. He's mastered his offense. He's comfortable in it. I just can't. I, I can't see them losing by ten. You know, I think this is going to be a hard fought game a defensive battle early on. Yes, a defensive battle. I know Seattle defense isn't great, and Shanahan is a master play caller, but Pete Curl is one of the best coaches in the game. So I think he'll be able to to, to slow him down. This is a team, listen, it's been back and forth. This division was both owned by San Francisco and Seattle, and the Rams came in and kind of broke it up for a couple of years. But I love this rivalry where it's gone, and you know, I think this is part of that pain that you got to have to build that hatred from a core group, who I think is going to play much better from Seattle. So I take San Francisco, but at some point, Purdy's going to struggle a little bit. He's going yeah. to turn the ball over, yeah. and it's going to create opportunities for the opposing team to keep it closer than what it could be. But that's how new I weapons. Yeah, See, again,
1: I, eventually Brock Purdy's got to show why he was the last pick of the draft, right? Eventually, or, or he's a roo- Or, they're or, they're or they're just a that he's a rookie. Yeah, let's even just go there. There's got to be something. There's a weakness. There's an Achilles heel. There's something that you can find. And if anybody's going to find it, maybe it's Pete Carroll. Right. So that's why 10 seems like a lot, and I'm with you. I kind of feel like that's one I would probably go against. I would probably take the 10. And these are familiar and take opponents, Seattle.
2: too. This is familiar opponents. A- and there's the other so part no of that surprising. as well. They, They've seen each other, each other already.
1: Although, again, Brock Purdy just changes the game for the 49ers. All right. The next game up again as we continue with Lunch Money is, boy, the storyline out of this game. This is the other Saturday night game. This one's at 8 15. It's on NBC, yeah, yeah. and it is the Chargers. At Jacksonville. And the Chargers fired. were laying one and a half, but I haven't seen the line move yet. But the news of Mike Williams, the wide receiver for the Chargers, who now has apparently a a fracture in his back, suffered in the last game of the regular season. That did not matter. Spinal. Yet he played in that game. So this essentially is a pick'em. Yeah. Where are you going with this one?
2: I mean, it's gonna be tough to win without Mike Williams because he's the vertical threat. Kenny Allen is the route runner. Yep. Um, I just I just got a feeling that the Chargers are going to win. Maybe it's you know Jacksonville. Really, I mean because Trevor Lawrence played a little bit tight when they had to get in. He figured it out. I mean against uh, the Titans, but he didn't look comfortable, and that's the type of atmosphere he's going to be in. And with Mike it's Williams been when Mike Williams been down, it's going to be expectations for them to win that game. I don't know if you know he's going to not make some mistakes. And at the end of the day, I love Austin Eckler and I love – you know Herbert is Justin Herbert, just a little older, right? Just a couple of years older. They're similar, body type, uh, style of play. I just think Herbert, if he's ever going to be put in that same category that we try to put Joe Burrow in, uh, same class, I think this is a game that he's going to have to steal to show us that he's worthy because other than that – a failed playoff attempt not being able to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. After paying all, paying all that money in the offseason, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, yep. going on and spending all that equity, you know, he has to get it done. I think he will.
1: All right. Well, I'm going against you. I'm taking Jacksonville in this game. I think Doug Peterson. Duval. And that, right. I just think that this, this is now setting up for Jacksonville. The was way a, they was played. Ad, the
2: first game was an ass kicking.
1: And I, I, get, I think they, that – I know. I think that Trevor Lawrence got that out of his system in that game. That must-win game he had to play yeah. in Week 18. Okay. All right? And so he's, I in, just, playoff mode. And he's, he's in playoff And he's home. I just feel like this is a game that might – he's played in huge games in yeah. his career, remember, in college. So Jacksonville embarrassed the Chargers the I, first game. I, d- uh, Jackson – I get, mean, you, um, the Chargers have had a weird season. So – this just feels like Jacksonville, so I'm going to go against you on that one. I'll, I'll take the points. I'll take Jacksonville. All right, moving on as we continue with Lunch Money. Now we go to the Sunday games, Bart, and I mean, I think this one's pretty easy. Homecoming. Is the Dolph- <laughs> Homecoming. The Dolphins and the Bills. This is, this, Try to stay awake. This is, um, this is
2: the, Georgia TCU.
1: <laughs> Bills, the latest of Bills is now 13 and a half. As Skyler Thompson is a starting quarterback for uh, Miami, up in Buffalo. Weather's going to be fairly decent. It's not going to be terrible. There's going to be some rain early, some rain late. But during game time, it's supposed to be dry and partly cloudy. So Buffalo, basically a two-touchdown score. Can you see this being a two-touchdown win for Buffalo?
2: Yeah, especially if Hamlin shows up and he's in, a, in in some type of booth or something. I know he Emotional. just got. I know he just got released, but for them to actually physically see him, yeah. have him visit with them in the locker room, yeah. maybe come out with the team, mm. walk out with the team, whatever, right? Anything, something any, just presence. Any, any sight of him is yeah. going to make that place so electrical. You talk about the Bills being able to get off because. They're going to have the crowd noise and you know Skyler trying to figure out silent counts and stuff like that in a college atmosphere. Man, can you imagine the amount of ketchup and mustard baths that's going to be going on over there in <laughs> the broken tables?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right.
1: So I want to believe the same thing you're believing. I think this could be Buffalo running away with it. Two touchdowns is a lot for a playoff game, though. It is a lot. They it's put a- nine points up against yeah, the Jets against, last week. But the Jets' defense is one of the best in the league, though. They put nine points up. Yeah, I'm with you. We'll both go with Buffalo on this one and, take the thir- and lay the 13 and a half. All right, the next game up as we continue with lunch money, as we go through the, the uh, NFL wild card weekend matchups, you have the game we've been talking about throughout this entire show, the Giants at the Vikings, the 430 game. That game is on Fox. Everybody here in New York, if you're wondering where to watch it, 430 on Fox. This is still Minnesota at home laying three. Where are you going with this one?
2: I'll take the Giants in the points. You are. You're yeah. feeling that good about the Giants? I mean, they won by last second point. Yep. I Might think uh, all the pressures on Kirk Cousins and Minnesota to deliver. Uh, I think that the Giants are going to be emboldened um, by the fact that they have their defensive um, team whole. Mm-hmm. And I think Wink's going to put a good, a good plan together. And on the other side, I think Dayball and Saquon keeping that offense off the field by being able to run the football – and then if you get a couple stops, get up, and we know that it's no quitting this Minnesota team after what they did of to the uh, Saturdays on Sunday, you know. So I feel confident that you know it's going to come down to the wire. But I think the Giants figure a way how to win at the end because yeah. they've won some close games too. So they're no stranger to winning close games.
1: It's interesting, you know, like winning close games, and will this be a close game? And does that experience do anything for them? You know, that's the part. I'm trying to figure out how does it matter when I've looked up historically. If you've been at a, one of the top one-score winning teams in the regular season, it doesn't lead to winning in the postseason as much as you would think. Yeah, oh, we're do- built for pressure, not. That's not really how it works. And so, you know, can they hit? Can they get the running game going? You know, Minnesota has been kind of like a bottom third run defense kind of team. Big Saquon game. All right, big Saquon game when it comes to the offensive side. I'm with you. I'll take the Giants. I'll take the points in this game. All right, we continue. We've got a couple more games to do here with you, and the next one is the Sunday night game on NBC, and that is your former team, the Ravens, homecoming, and it, it could be it could be Huntley. He could start, but it's not going to be Lamar Jackson at the Bengals. The last I saw, this has not updated yet. A nine and a half is what the Bengals. Are favored by in this, and I've just, I've been been refreshing over and over again Caesar's, and I'm not seeing a change in this one. No, actually, I <laughs> it's eight and a half now. It dropped to eight. How does it drop to
2: eight and a half? Because with, Huntley is there, not Brown. With for the second, they thought it was not going to be Huntley. Oh, I see. Okay, Huntley, so Huntley's, Huntley's better is good than Brown. That's the third. That's the third string. That's why. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: So, are you still feeling like this is still Cincinnati's game? It's at yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, I,
2: I definitely believe it's Cincinnati's game. But I believe that Baltimore fight with pride, right? I feel like, you know, last week – You're always going to get their best. Yeah, last week it was 16, is 27, and that's without Huntley. That's with Brown. Mm-hmm. I think they muster up a little bit better defensive effort, but ultimately I think that Joe Burr – I'll be surprised. I'll be pleasantly surprised, but – In good conscience, I can't lie to myself.
1: All right. And then the Monday night game, I'm with you, by the way. I'm with you, too. I just think Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, that that team, they went to Super Bowl last year, and they got better as the season went on. By the end of the year, they looked like they were on all cylinders. He's a very confident quarterback. This is a divisional opponent. They know them well. They know they're hurt. They know they're banged up. They're missing their most special player. This is a home game. They've learned. You win. And that's what they've got to do in this game, a Sunday night game. As well. And then finally, the Monday night matchup. And this is the headliner. This is the one that has all the stars and all the, the conversation. And this is what will be dominating the talk on Monday, dominating the talk on Tuesday. And who knows, maybe into the offseason. And that is the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's Tom Brady, who hasn't lost ever to the Cowboys. And it's Dallas, who is actually favored, laying two and a half on the road. Jerry Jones watching closely to see what he's got. Even though he's saying not gonna make any changes if they lose, there's no there's no must win edict for Mike McCarthy, but we all don't believe it. Yep. So with this game and everything on the line and Dak Prescott not playing well down the stretch and Tom Brady being Tom Brady, if it's a close game, you never know with that guy. We've seen it enough. Who are you taking in this one? Uh remember Dallas I mean, Lane, two and a half.
2: I, I, I definitely have to take tapping the points because I think they can win outright. Um, you talk about this defense going outside and playing on the grass. This defense isn't as fast on the grass because it's not a faster surface. Right. Um, it's interesting enough, you know. I mean, when you look at, you know, the matchup, Parson was trying to wreck the game until Forsett hit him with that rib shot to his uh to his mid- <laughs> midsection and put him on um on YouTube and stuff like that, and then <laughs> he started shooting back. But you know yeah, I remember that Leonard Fournette ran the ball very, very well against this team. And Defensively, they're starting to, you know, show signs of regression. They're not dominating. You know, you look at, you know, losing to the to the Commanders, mm-hmm. and you know, being still having a chance for um, Dobbs who had just got there. So they're not playing as well as they were playing on defense, and they're not playing as well as they were on offense. So I think, you know, Tom Brady and that's, that that group has been together for a long time. They'll figure out a way to at least make it competitive, if not close, if not win it. So I'm going to take uh, Tampa tapping the points.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think if it's a close game, you favor the Bucks because of
2: Tampa, Tom. And the home. Home field advantage. Well, knowing how to kick kick, 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 kicking game, all that stuff matters. Yeah. No one a, knowing how to win goals in, in that stadium. And again, a Monday night game on ABC. Uh, that,
1: that game, again, it's just, you know, you look at different matchups, but this is the one that really catches your attention. So... That's the, sorry, so we take, we both take Tampa and the points. We both take Cincinnati, we'll lay the eight and a half. We both take the Giants and we'll take the three points. We both take Buffalo and we'll lay the 13 and a half. We're opposite on the Chargers-Jacksonville game. Bart's going with the Chargers and he'll lay the one and a half. I'm taking Jacksonville, I'll take the points. We're both agreement that you'll take the points and Seattle, it's plus 10 on that one against the Niners. Still expect the Niners to win that game, but I just don't think Seattle's going to get embarrassed. Bart doesn't either. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, there's a lot going on this weekend, Bart. Plenty. Give me, give me two things that you can't wait to see.
2: Well, listen, I can't wait to see um, on Saturday night, mm. you know, what Joe Burrow it yeah. looks like he's going against his evil cousin or something like that when you look at him and Trevor Sunday Lawrence. yes, yeah, no, uh, no, Saturday night. That's uh, Sunday night.
1: Yeah, uh, Saturday night. That's uh, Sunday night. Saturday night. Sunday night. Right here.
2: I got Sunday night, <laughs> Jacksonville.
1: You said you said Joe Burrow. I said Joe Burrow. You did say Joe Burrow.
2: No, I meant no. Justin yeah. Herbert. and Justin uh, Herbert. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no, I mean. yeah Justin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the game. We already know what's going to happen in that game. Well, you <laughs> think I want to care about the Ravens getting their ass kicked? No, no. I'm talking <laughs> I about. You I'm was like, like, what right the hell are you I'm talking, talking about? I'm talking about Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think I said Joe Herbert. That's probably what I said. Uh, I, 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 okay. I want to see, see Justin Herbert. At, uh, Joe you know, Friday. Tra- and, and, and Trevor Lawrence, right? You talk about the story of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They spent a lot of money in the offseason. Uh-huh. I often joke about Kirk Cousins and how he messed up the receiver market. Yeah. Pretty much broke up you know, Tyreek Hill, who was about to sign a long-term deal with Kansas City, but realized he can get so much more money if K- Chris and Kirk can get paid that. And then also, just heard we've been waiting for him to take it to the next level. Yep. Like we, we, Sunshine. We, we, we thought that he would be before Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow tore his knee up. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't I can't wait to see how that works out because also somebody can be getting fired and Sean Payton be Finding a way to move in somebody's house, you know, have to slide into their DMs because if Mike Williams can't go for the rest of the playoffs and they lose, he gone. He he might be gone. Yeah. And then also, of course, for me, Sunday you talk about a game that's probably the most evenly matched game It's Minnesota versus the the New York Football Giants. I want to see if Joe uh, Danny Dimes can step up. I want to see if Saquon can be what he's always supposed to be, and that's that generational red-yellow uh, jacket that Dave Getterman told us he was when he passed on Josh Allen Touched and so many the other of quarterbacks God. in there, right? That's right. So we want to see if he can step up. You know, sometimes big players make big plays in big games. Let's see if, if Saquon has a um, knack for the theatrical, if he can put on a show. And um, finally, man, what Monday. Yeah. Monday. Now, we'll Monday, like, that's – that's the most intriguing game. You got terrific mm-hmm. time. Is this his last time playing for Tampa Bay? This or, is his last time playing. Yeah, I don't We think don't it, know. Yeah, I think there's nobody. If we don't, wants, we don't you know. Don't, nobody wants getting the child drop off line. I think he tried that once. <laughs> he, he like I ain't got nobody nagging me no more. I'm good. You know, and, and also you know Dallas Cowboys. I mean, so often we put so much stock in them and what they're going to be, and we always crown them. To me, they're like the Yankees. Crown if them. I, yeah, they're, they're like the Yankees, right? Every year you think that they have a chance, but it, they, they haven't been able to close the show. Right, but because that you wear that star, much like when you wear those pinstripes, you're always going to have the spotlight on you. And the expectations, no matter how good you are or not, the expectations is always that we are supposed to be competing for a championship.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, now let's just go back and just make sure what you were talking about Saturday night or Sunday night. Oh, the page is down already. Didn't hear it.
2: It's NBC 8:15.
1: Yeah. No, I, I the. Oh, hit. let's try it again. Yo, know,
2: what Joe Burrow? It yeah. looks like he's going against his evil cousin or something like that when you look at him and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you threw the challenge flag on me, son. It's the first time we had the challenge flag. No, The
1: part that I like the most is when you actually said Joe Burrow.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Joe, bro. Like, <laughs> Joe, all, bro. This is all good. No, no. Remember Full Force or House Party? <laughs> yeah. You know, this thickly fin, angry kid. Sometimes I'm sitting here with my girl and I'm getting ready to go ahead and tear it up and I can't see nothing but this man's face. <laughs> like, hey, man. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey yeah.
4: I, I don't know. I, I didn't know about that,
1: man. <laughs> you know what, though? When you watch Saquon Barkley on Sunday, just know one thing that he was inspired for that moment.
2: By you. I was a Jets fan growing up, so the biggest ones for me were the two AFC championships back to back, when Mark Sanchez did as a rookie, and then I came back. See that? You hear that, Purdy? Mark Sanchez did it. You can do it too. But how about that, yeah. Saquon Barkley? That's what's up.
1: Favorite playoff memories are your Jets teams making runs to the AFC Championship games and back to back games.
2: Hey, yo, Saquon. Anybody can be beat. It's great would have my back. Uh, yeah,
1: that's got to feel good, right? Alan Hahn. I got you, man. I got you. Rashad has also got the Giants. Rashad and Westchester. Go ahead, Rashad.
3: Hey, got some new brothers. We got you. All right. So, so as a work. Giants fan, I got two things that I wish for. One, get the Vikings. And two, the game will be scheduled after sunset. <laughs> I got both of them. This is going to be an easy, light work win for us. The Vikings are easy. frauds. They are the, the luckiest team I've ever seen in my life. They only won two games the whole season by double digits. Mm-hmm. And I was against the really terrible Packers and the Bears. That's it. Every other game they won yeah. was like five Close points game. or less.
1: Yeah. Yep. Rashad, thanks for the call. And that's what the thing's going to be to watch in this game. Close game doesn't mean a damn thing in the postseason or during the regular season. That's what history tells us.
2: Regular season don't mean nothing. (laughs) Well, all of it. Throw it
1: out the window. It's who is more prepared, who is ready to make adjustments. Fresh season. It's clean slate. And for the Giants, for the first time in six years, they have a playoff game. And for the first time we ever have been called out by a caller, Bart, during this show, early on when Vikings fans were calling up and talking about their Vikings, and we were
3: getting – I don't want to hear it. Y'all got to take some accountability, bruh. This is New York City. It's a Giants' hometown. You got to take accountability because you bugging right now. Stop allowing these other fans to call in and talk all this trash. Y'all on New York City Radio, do better.
1: Do better. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the games, everybody. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.